0: Hi, and welcome to Solo Segment Search Chat. I'm Tim Peter. In this episode of Solo Segment Search Chat, Solo Segment CEO Steve Zaker and I talk about why search can be so hard for IT. We talk about the technology, the skills, and the experience needed to make search work for your enterprise. And we talk about solutions that can make search go from being hard to being easy all that and more on the latest solo segment search chat coming at you right about now well hi steve how are you you doing tim doing great. I'm doing great. Good. I feel like we haven't recorded in a little bit, but it's it's nice to be uh, talking to you again. Yeah, yes, indeed. Yes. You know, can't, so, can't peer
1: behind the curtain, but boy, we uh, it does feel like sometimes we have these long breaks and they're actually not as long as we think they are. So,
0: Well, that's probably true. That's probably yeah. true. But uh, we were having a fascinating discussion leading into this mm-hmm. about why search is hard and, yeah. and specifically why search is hard for IT? You know, the you IT folks tend to be the folks who, um, who are the ones who have to make this work. You wrote a great blog post about this, you yes. know, the other day. Um, and I wanted to kind of dive down into this a little bit. So let's just start at a high level and just start
1: with the fundamental question. Why is search hard for IT? Yeah. So, well, you know, IT owns the problem, right? And as, as they do in for many things oh, yeah, in, yeah. in the business, is IT is always kind of left holding the problem. And, and by the way, you know, uh, I'm an IT person. I'm not an engineer, but my entire career I've spent, uh, or at least the past 20 years or so, uh, on the IT side of the equation, uh, yep. mostly at IBM and CIO's office. So I've always been that, you know, exec who owned some it problem and you had to go solve it and that actually was the genesis of much of what solo segment is about was finding a better way to own the search problem and so but but what really kind of brought this the reason we're talking about it today is um you know the past couple sales calls that i've had are with the it side and by the way you know um search technology solves business problems so we talked to a lot of business people about this of course yeah search technology is a technology so we talked to a lot of IT people and and over absolutely. the past couple of weeks you know I've talked to a lot of IT people and um and boy uh brought back some memory maybe maybe a little memories or, or some PTSD in really kind of understanding <laughs> I was say scars starting oh, to absolutely <laughs> yeah i oh, yeah. got this one uh, yeah absolutely lots of those uh, now i'm reminded of that jaws scene where they uh whether it burns <laughs> scars. So yeah, go Quinn get that on YouTube. Win uh, yeah.
0: and Richard Dreyfus. Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. it's very good. So, so there are there are a couple of things that kind of are top of mind, you know. And I heard these over maybe half a dozen conversations over two weeks. I heard these pretty much three themes emerge. There are kind of some sub themes in there, but these three themes emerge around around IT and why it's hard to deliver great enterprise search experiences. And and by the way, I say enterprise search because we focus on that market segment. But it, it's the same sure. whether you're doing search in an app or you're doing search behind the firewall. You're doing search yep. on an intranet site. It, it's hard for IT folks to deliver awesome experiences, and and the three reasons are a technology driver. There's certainly a technology driver. The second is there's a is kind of part of the human element, which is skills, and then the third element which is kind of a grab all category which is experience right which is and by that i mean the actual experience of the people who are trying to deliver that great customer experience
0: the art not the science
1: absolutely and there's okay, plenty cool. of science involved by the well, way of course, that's where of the skill right. well that's where you the get. skill
0: comes in right sure yeah
1: absolutely okay so let's talk
0: about these one at a time so so let's start with the technology why why does the technology make search hard for ip
1: Well, if I was going to be snarky, I would say that there is no service (laughs) in software as a service. Uh, So, (laughs) so, um, that's putting a pretty fair point on a pretty fair point. There you go. Uh, (laughs) you know, I think that, um, you know, all search technologies these days are cloud-based, SaaS, et cetera. So you're you're accessing these not on your servers, which certainly makes life wonderful from the perspective of you don't have to wonder whether the lights are blinking on the server and the software is running and updated, right? That's all taken care of for you. But the reality is that a lot of search technologies today um, fall short of, I think, what we all have in our hearts as software as a service, and that is to say, I pay the bill, it works. And the reality of search technology is that it's primarily delivered as a box of parts, right? It is just all sorts right. of things that you could use and build, <laughs> yeah. and then you get a bag of wrenches, right? And you're expected right. to, uh, to actually make the thing work. Um, you know, I, I, you know, one of uh, a large technology company uh, that recently adopted one of our competitors' products, and um, he was surprised when they said, "Oh, by the way, uh, who are you going to get for services?" And he was kind of like, "Wait a minute, um, what do you mean?" It's like, "Oh yeah, you need <laughs> kind of basically two software engineers to do the implementation, and then they probably should hang around for a while to actually make the thing run at while." So. So, right the kind of notion that you're going to get you know what again we all kind of think about as software serves that turnkey solution that's going to deliver something great yep. you know yep. i think we all will accept that that's not the way the world works there's some customization that has to be done to accommodate everybody's unique business case but the fact that you know you're dealing with wrenches and parts and you need software engineers on site to do the hard work to make the technology work, that's pretty frustrating. So that is one of, as an IT person, when I see that, I'm like, oh yeah, I understand that pain because we want it to work. We don't want to have to build something, right? That we, that right.
0: Yeah, exactly. You want to play with the toy. You don't want to build the toy. You know, it's yes, one thing when exactly. you're buying Lego, building <laughs> the thing is what the toy is. But if you actually just want to play with a car, you don't want to have to build it from scratch. You want to.
1: Actually yeah. Yeah. You car. bet. And sometimes with a Lego, I just like it being built so I can admire it. I don't want to absolutely.
0: Absolutely, I completely yeah. understand that. That's completely fine. So makes perfect sense. Okay. So so where's the service in software as a service? It's yeah. great great way to think about it. Okay. So if that's the the technology part what's the what's the skills part what's the yeah
1: part? so the skills part is really the human element it starts with the implementation um so it starts with uh you know do you have those people who have the skills with a particular set of proprietary tools that you just bought in your SaaS solution to actually go build and execute um you know, whatever the, the use cases that you've got to go solve. So if you're building uh, out a, a support use case, do they have the skills to apply that tool that you bought to say a support use case versus a commerce use case, et cetera. So it's, it's literally the, the education and experience. And what we find is that, you know, the real challenge there is that a lot of these tools are proprietary. And so it's not like you can just go to the marketplace and get a Salesforce developer. It's not like you can go to the marketplace and get, you know, know, pick your, you know, web technology flavor of the day. Right.
0: Right. You could have WordPress, but if you don't know somebody who knows how to develop in WordPress, you... Pretty right. much get what it gets out of the box with nothing else, right? Yeah. And yeah. none of these yeah.
1: solutions are as popular as WordPress. And so nobody right. has those out-of-the-box right. skills. Right, right. Uh, right. In, in fact, one of our uh one of our clients, so our one of our technologies, SearchBox Boost, uh basically it's our Smarts that make any search engine smarter. And yep. they're getting ready to do a proof of concept on Boost to take our technology, wire it to their search engine, make their search engine smarter. And he has a two-person team. Uh, he has one vacancy on that team. Uh, so that was part of what was getting us uh, blocked, if you will, to get started on the proof of concept. And, uh, and then the one person he had on the team resigned. So now he's got a zero-person ah. team. And right. again, it's one of uh-huh. our competitor's products. So uh, just for who has, I said, maybe I could help him out. So yeah. I went online to the various job boards and I said, I just looked for somebody with experience in this technology, and zero was the answer. Uh, yeah, I searched yeah. several job boards and could not find anybody who highlighted this company's technology as uh, an area of expertise for them, as a as a as a place where they had skills. And so, that's the challenge when you're you've got a technology that requires it to essentially be built out of the box, not yep. operated out of the box. Yep. And so it's where do you find those skills? And so this is something that, you know, is going to continue to be a, an impediment in an area of frustration for uh, IT managers. And it's got to factor into the discussion when you're considering new technologies.
0: Well, um, especially, especially at the moment. I mean, uh, this is... We're recording this in late April. You know, we tried, We try tried to keep these somewhat time generic, but sure. we recorded this in late April of 2022. You know, anybody who's trying to hire for digital roles, for technology oh, roles yeah. right now knows the labor market's just a mess in terms of trying to find people, particularly if you're looking for a very specific skill. It's tough enough to find a generalist. It's yes. really hard to find somebody who's specific. So yeah, th- and this is probably a problem that's going to exist for a while. Yeah, I absolutely. think this is interesting, Steve, and I, I I want to move on to the third one for a second, because this is sort of foundational, right? You can't do this if you don't have warm bodies who've ever done this or, right. or have the the technical abilities to do this. And then it leads to the third problem in a really big way, because it's one thing to have a warm body who knows what keys to press or who has pressed the keys before, but why don't you talk about the third problem a little bit and and how this builds?
1: Yeah, So, so experience in the use case, experience with the business, experience with the technology. I mean, this is a pretty broad area, but You know, it's the thing as an IT manager, like you never wanted to lose people because that institutional knowledge that you had gained over time with platforms, with people, with relationships, with products, all of it, you never wanted to lose it. And this is the third element that, again, I'm sure all the IT folks out there are nodding about, which is, um, you know how are you going to make the most of the technology that you have if you are struggling with having the right level of experience with the business that you're running and trying to support. Mm -hmm. And it starts with, you know, as you suggested the technology piece, like just have you applied those skills that you have often enough to know how to make an optimal experience. And, you know, anybody who's been in it knows that junior programmers can solve problems with skills the code is just going to be ugly, right? Yeah, and right, an experienced right. programmer is going to solve with the same skills, with the same tools, the to problem. They're going to solve it likely elegantly, right? Because they've been through this enough times. You and I were talking about guitars earlier, right? And we just talked about this yeah. very same thing, right? How, yeah. yeah, I can learn how to put my fingers on the frets, but, uh, but you know, again, that doesn't mean I can play beautiful music.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's you know, a baby can point and say bottle and mm-hmm. Shakespeare can write poetry. But, you know, there's there's a bit of a gap between... The,
1: a, a, little those two. a little bit, a little bit. And so that experience yeah. certainly applies to the technology side of the equation. But, yeah. uh, you know, as, again, most IT managers and executives know, delivering great technical experiences is about so much more, right? Do you have the right context? Right. So do you understand what the business is trying to solve? And by the way, in search, this is often... Oh, the yawning yeah. chasm, right? Yeah. So yeah, IT folks want the search engine to work and results to appear on the page and a click to happen.
0: And, and, and bus- to do so at a fairly low total cost of ownership. You,
1: yeah, you bet. Sure thing. Right. Right. And the business, of course, wants that click to result in a call to action, a contact, a sale, something, right? And so having that context is tremendously important, but what business challenge are we trying to solve? So that's another dimension uh, to experience with regards uh, to the business. And then the third element, which, you know, I always found was like super important, especially when you're trying to uh, achieve something in large organizations, is just experience with the other people in the ecosystem, whether that's Within the technical community, within the business community, the product teams, etc., having that kind of experience, and so all these these three things kind of come together and kind of define why is IT so difficult, and and it applies not only to enterprise search but probably every other discipline within IT.
0: Well, I'll tell you a funny story, and it's it's search related. It's not enterprise search, but it was a specific type of search. I used to run uh, websites for a hotel company years ago, mm-hmm. and. A, perfect example of IT folks getting it and doing a brilliant job was we were doing the thing where people could search on a map. They could search for Mm -hmm. uh, our locations on a map. And when we were talking about paginating the results, one of the Mm -hmm. IT guys suggested, well, given that the people, the map can be various different sizes, why don't we make pagination instead of page one, page two, page three, page four, make the pagination you know, zero to ten miles, eleven to twenty miles, twenty-one oh, to 20, sure. you know thirty miles, or something like that, which makes much more sense from a customer experience perspective. Oh yeah, is actually a better experience overall, right? Because some people want the thing that's you know a mile away. Some people yeah. are fine with something that they might have to drive for an hour. Yes. and only an IT person who actually understood the business problem we were trying to solve was ever going to be the person to come up with that. So it wasn't knowing, it wasn't knowing how to do the technical thing of how do we paginate a result? Right. It was very much knowing what's the business problem we're trying to solve here and what's the best way to solve that. I, I, I think that's such a key component that people leave out. Yeah. So so if this is so hard, what do people do to solve this? Like what, what right. avenues so, are available here?
1: Yeah. So I think the first step is, is remembering these things are, are, these are the reasons, <laughs> right? These are kind <laughs> of the top sure. three, right? So sure. as you're thinking about new technology acquisition, it's kind of remembering that, you know, wait a minute, uh, I don't want to get too excited when somebody tells me, oh, this is a pile of Legos. You could assemble whatever you want from it because- you're going to be on the hook to assemble whatever you want from it, right? So thinking more about, is this a solution to my problem than a tool that could solve the problem? And there's, I mean, sounds like the same thing, but those are very different things. So I think, (laughs) and and what follows very quickly from that is the who, right? Who's going to then do that work? And do they have the right context to really make a meaningful example? So the first step is, Before you make any technology selection, remind yourself that these three problems are the things that are going to haunt you in 12 months and that they should be (laughs) part of that evaluation process, right? So that you don't get yourself into trouble. Or at least if you do, you're going into it with your eyes open, right? That you've said, yeah, yeah. I'm consciously going to make these decisions because you have some value to them. So I think that's the first thing. Um, Perfect. The second thing is then once you've kind of added that to your assessment process, choose vendors who make your life less painful um, and who actually well, solve and,
0: problems. And, and and who would be a vendor like that, Steve? You know,
1: I know many, but uh, one of them happens to be on this call. So I'm going to focus okay. on that one. Uh, but yeah, no, we, you know, as, as I think I mentioned earlier, you know, I'm an IT guy by trade, not an engineer, but I've been in yep. IT for a number of years and, You know, one of the reasons we started Solo Segment was because of these frustrations. You know, it was that no matter how many people you throw at the search problem, no matter what technology you throw at the search problem. And when I was at IBM, we not only used probably half a dozen search technologies, but we actually built a couple of search technologies (laughs) And, and, you know, none of those ever really solved the problem because... We were so focused on the technology and we weren't so f- so focused on the context and how it would be used. Yep. And and again, that was kind of the genesis of solo segment was how can we alleviate some of the pain, right? How do we lower the cost? How do we make it easier to implement and operate? How do we make it easier to demonstrate value? And our way forward was that, well, we've got to automate some of this improvement, right? We've got to, you know, right. just let the technology do some of the lifting so that. One, it works without having to program it. Two, it yep. doesn't require lots of people with unique skills to make it work and three, the business can actually focus on you know bringing the experience to the table right so that uh, they optimize that experience and the way we figured out how to do automation was by looking at behavioral data um when i talked right. to uh when I talk to investors, I use the you know, because you like to simplify things for investors, technical <laughs> things for investors. So, um, you know, I talk about the fact that in the, in the uh, retail kind of brick and mortar world, you know, for forever, they have used behavioral research to figure out, like, how do you optimize the experience in a grocery store, right? How do we increase satisfaction people find what they're looking for how do we increase profits so that we sell more of stuff and they do that by literally watching what people do and that was kind of the light bulb for us was by applying that same behavioral sort of uh knowledge to search by observing what successful searchers do you can actually use that data to feed back into the search engine and to automate the improvement so you don't need all these experts with specific skills having to do the heavy lifting.
0: It makes perfect sense. So we're, we're coming up on time here, Steve. So if you could just recap, you know, real quick, what are the three problems?
1: Yeah, so the three problems are, technology is difficult to operate. There's not much service in software as a service. The second is, skills are hard to come by, especially unique skills that apply to proprietary data models or technologies that are embedded in that technology you just selected. And the final point is, Um, you don't often have the experience with the business problem, with the business context, with the technology to actually deliver an awesome technology experience or customer experience kind of out of the box. And so these three things kind of converge in ways that make the life of the IT uh, manager, the IT executive, very uncomfortable. And the goal is really to start with when, when you're kind of trying to solve your way out of this is actually to start back with the business problem you're trying to solve and make your technology selections in a way that is going to make it make life easier for yourself and when you see a vendor walk in with a very powerful tool that looks super awesome just remember you need people to run it and you need you know people with experience to make that thing awesome so don't forget those three things when you're choosing new technology
0: and of course, as Steve said, you know, solo segment search box, we do everything we can to make that easy for you. We really do focus on search Indeed. as a service, not just software as a service, but end to end, making the whole piece work together in a way that's driven by behavioral data to deliver the results your customers are looking for and do it in a way that is easy and cost-effective for you.
1: Any what a great last commercial. Thoughts? <laughs> no, that's a, you ended <laughs> well, it perfectly. It's very well, well done, Well, somebody's got
0: to throw that in there. Well, thank you very much. Well, Uh, We do want to remind people that they can find more information about Solo Segment search box at solosegment.com slash search box, or just go to solosegment.com and conduct a search. You'll find it right there. Indeed, Uh, Steve, any parting words of wisdom before I let you get on with the rest of your day?
1: Good to go. Have a great day, Tim. All right. You take care. Bye-bye.
0: Search Chat is brought to you by Solo Segment. Solo Segment focuses on site search analytics and AI-driven content discovery to improve search results, increase customer satisfaction, and unlock revenue for your company. Make your search better and learn more at solosegment.com. If you liked the show, please go ahead and subscribe to us. You can find our episodes at solosegment.com podcast or on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts, or whatever your favorite podcatcher happens to be. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash segment, on Twitter using the Twitter handle at solosegment, or you can drop us an email at info at Again, that's info at solosegment.com. With that, my name is Tim Peter. I hope you have a great rest of the week. And we'll look forward to talking with you next time on Search Chat. Take care, everybody.